In this week's podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my top ways for staying positive during the second lockdown here in England. Hi, my name's Kimberly, and I'm founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training, and inspiration. With all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your well-being and self-care. So hello and happy Friday to you all. I hope you're all doing okay. We have just gone into our second lockdown here in England and so I thought in today's episode I could share with you a few ways that we can try and stay positive, keep on going and just keep that calmness about us as well during this tricky time. Now, I don't know about you, but as I go into the second lockdown, I'm approaching it in a very different way. I am not going to be indulging in any mid-afternoon salted caramel ice cream eating um, this time around. I am definitely on a healthier eating plan. And be more mindful as well when it comes to eating and really enjoying the meals that I'm having. Um, And I think when we go back to the last lockdown, it maybe was a lot easier for us in a way that the weather was much better. You know, we were seeing brighter, warmer days. There was lots of new life around us with it being springtime. And I guess lockdown could even be considered as a little bit of a novelty for some people as well in some ways. Getting to spend more time in your garden with your family and having the paddling pool out and not having to travel to work each day and working from home. Um, For me, I definitely enjoyed not having to travel as much for work and training because that's something that's always given me anxieties. But this time around, the second lockdown, I know it's going to be tougher for some of us as we go into the darker and the colder and wetter months of the year. You know, November is already one of the trickiest times of the school year with no holidays and just the darker evenings and then all the pressures of um, Christmas that we start to feel working in schools and settings at this time. Um, And then throw on top of that all of the other pressures that we're feeling with the COVID virus, so health pressures, the stress of job security, the financial pressure that we're under, and yeah, it can all get a little bit too much, can't it? But I think for me, what's keeping me going and what's keeping me focused is the fact that I keep thinking back to our grandparents and their parents and what they went through in their lifetime, you know, having two world wars to get through. Personally, my grandma, she, like many children during the Second World War, was actually evacuated, which meant she was sent hundreds of miles away to be with a family that she didn't know been separated from her older siblings and her parents and she was just sent off with a little case on a train she had a label on her as though she was some kind of parcel and so when I'm thinking about how difficult this lockdown is and this time that we're going through I think that to actually how fortunate we are 
keeping these thoughts in my mind about my grandma, about my grandparents, the stories that they told me about the war. And I think, well, do you know what? I've got a roof over my head. I'm living with my family. I feel safe and I have food to eat and they're big things. But I thought I'd now share with you a few ideas that could maybe help you get through lockdown, get through winter. I often get asked, um, how are you so calm? And I suppose now I'm going to share with you some of my secrets. Although I'm not always calm, but I do tend to think I'm a very calm person in general. So tip number one, write a list of what lights you up. So I think it's really crucial now that we restore our own balance. So I'm starting the day as usual with my grateful heart, making a list of the things that I'm grateful for. And also I'm writing a list of things that light me up, things that can still be done despite another lockdown, even if it's just those little things like drinking my favourite hot chocolate on a gloomy afternoon. Maybe it's writing a list of what you're excited about, whether it's putting up your Christmas decorations, baking that Christmas cake, or reading winter stories with your children in setting or school. There's always something, even if you have to dig a little bit deeper for it. For me, I've purchased some rubber stampers and I'm so looking forward to using these to create Christmas cards and also print onto some parcel paper so I can make some homemade wrapping paper. I will share some stories on Instagram of how I get on with this, but I've got my cute little polar bear, my snowy polar bear that I got last year, and then I've added to my collection of rubber stampers, so I've now got um, a little toy train, I've got a toy soldier, and I have um, a little feather as well, so yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm also looking forward to playing Monopoly, um, having a few games nights in, in our home. We picked up a very special Lake District version of Monopoly and it even has a hair to shoot piece, so I can't wait to play that. Okay, tip number two, start a new routine. Maybe it's lighting a candle with your breakfast, having a new cup that you brew your herbal tea in for work. Now, I suffer from seasonal affective disorder and it really can affect my mood. I often feel quite lethargic. I'm trying to eat lots of carbs when I feel like this and I know that's not good for me. Um, So I try and pick out some nice healthy meals that I'm going to do. I have a nice ritual that I do sort of every Thursday where I put in the online food shop order and I've sat with my recipe books looking at what we're going to cook for the next week so I can get lots of nice fresh ingredients and it's something to look forward to as well knowing that we're going to have a nice chili with jacket potatoes for tea or a tray baked chicken it's it's yeah it gets me through a difficult day I suppose um so As well as this, you might be thinking about other things that you can do to stay calm. So in the last two weeks, I've started doing a restorative yoga session every evening for about 10 to 20 minutes before bed. And it really does calm the mind. So if you haven't done restorative yoga before, it's usually two to four poses um, that you do and you hold for quite a a lengthy amount of time, but they're quite gentle on the body and they're very comforting. There's often soft music playing and you really do focus on your breath work as well as you're doing it to try and calm down your nervous system. 
and it's working really well. I also tried something else a little bit different last night before bed, which I'm definitely going to add into my yoga routine. And that's sitting and putting my feet up against a wall for 20 minutes before bed. Um, I saw an article about doing this. Uh, yesterday afternoon and I thought I must give it a try and so I did it last night before bed for 20 minutes it felt a little bit strange um I think my family wondered what I was doing <laughs> but it made me again feel calmer it made my legs feel a sort of warm tingliness which actually turned into quite a relaxing feeling as I then got into bed but it's supposed to have lots of positive effects on things like your digestive system, your heart, and its ability to pump the blood around your body. It's supposed to drain any excess fluid as well from your legs. Um, so it all sounds really good. So I'm going to definitely try that. I know some of my members tried it as well last night and they really um, found the benefits of it. So yeah, give it a try. Let me know if you if you do it. Um, some other things that you might want to do is try bringing in a relaxing bath into your week, maybe twice a week and adding in some essential oils. Now research studies show that having citrus smells like your oranges and your lemon have the greatest impact on lifting your mood and bringing you more energy. So yeah, just a few little drops into your bath, see how you get on. Okay, tip number three is get your vitamin D. So, so vitamin D is really important for our health, for our well-being, and we naturally get it from the foods that we eat, but also from being outside in the natural light. And at this time of the year, it's very difficult to get in as many hours in the natural light as we would have done early on in the year in the spring and summer months. So we have to make even more of an effort to do this now. So um, maybe having a walk over your lunchtime or going for an early morning walk just as the sun's rising, um, just trying to fit it in then. Um, I have also started using a vitamin D tongue spray. Um, so we can spray this onto our tongue and it absorbs into the body really quickly, a lot quicker than if we take it in, say, a tablet form. Um, and I recently had my vitamin D levels um, checked and my vitamin D levels were really good. So I'm going to carry on doing this. Um, but I know there's other ways that we can take vitamin D, we can take it in tablet form, or we might even have it infused in vitamin T. So have a think about vitamin D, think about how you're getting yours. Um, I know it's tricky at this time of the year. Um, and then number four, do something for self-development. So set yourself a challenge to learn something new. This is something that I actually did in the last lockdown. I wanted to learn as much as I could about my garden and nurturing plants from seed. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen that I created a potting shed in the garden and I made some bunting for it. I collected up seed packets and like little information tabs to put on my pin board. And I displayed some of my favorite nature books as well in crates in there. But I really enjoyed the process of becoming, I wouldn't quite say an expert, but just enhancing my knowledge when it comes to growing and just trying to understand the best ways that I can allow my plants to flourish. So that was something I really invested in last lockdown. Um, so yeah, have a think what you're going to do. 
one of my friends that I walked with at the weekend, she said that she's going to invest this lockdown in becoming a better knitter. So she's set herself the challenge of making some knitted mittens for her baby. So that's a lovely thing to do. So yeah, decide what it is you want to achieve. It might be taking a course online, maybe learning a new language. Maybe it's becoming an expert in one area of early education. Maybe it's the way we teach writing or you want to be an expert in loose parts play. Just do it, use this time carefully. So tip number five, we want to embrace togetherness. So whether this be virtually or we're meeting our friends or family one-to-one outdoors, it's really important that we don't lose these connections. I know it's very tempting at this time of the year to hibernate, stay inside lots and sort of shut ourselves off from the world. But we know that social interactions with others is a really positive thing for our well-being. So pick up the phone. Maybe you'll try to um, do some handwritten notes or spend some time writing messages in your Christmas cards. So I think often we're very busy at this time of the year and we still want to send Christmas cards, but we end up rushing maybe what we put in our cards. Maybe this year you could commit yourself to writing a longer message, getting in touch with people that you haven't heard from in so long. Um, And I know as well that my members of the Hugo Neal Years Accreditation have taken comfort from our Facebook community group, sharing ideas and inspiration in there. And I know that I'm very much looking forward to getting all my members together for our annual Christmas event. And now this would normally be at the gorgeous Christmassy location of Rudding Park in North Yorkshire, but this year it will be happening virtually. But I know it's going to be just as lovely as it usually is. And it's going to be great to just feel like I'm surrounded by people with the same ethos in life that just appreciate that slower way of living. So we really do need to find that strength in our togetherness. Maybe join a new Facebook group around an interest that you've got. Um, There's always a way. So, yeah. I just hope that this podcast has given you some hope, some positivity to get you through these trickier months before Christmas. And I'm sending you as well lots of love and positivity. And if you ever need to talk, then do just get in touch. Okay, well, have a really lovely weekend, whatever you end up doing. And I will be back next week. Bye. Bye.